Hello everybody! Thank you for joining the stream today. Uh, this is actually a pretty cool day for us because we are four years old. Which is... Three. Hey Ross. Is it three? Hey Ross, you've... Uh, yeah. Three years old. Blinking in and out of our faces at the moment. Yeah. We're like blipping really. in and out of the street. Not really sure. Super why, unstable. Not really sure why that's happening. Um, but um, yeah, uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, it's I can't believe it's been. I thought it was four years, but three years. 2019? Uh, Twenty nineteen. Twenty twenty. What year are you living in? Lockdown, Ross? baby. Yeah, lo I don't know. For some, reason, for some reason, I always thought it was twenty nineteen. We started conversations in December twenty nineteen. That's right. Twenty twenty nineteen was when I started the other podcast. Yes. No, you started that before 2019. Was you it? You started that in 2018. I was still in. I was in Sydney uh, still. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. The other podcast, by the way. <laughs> Hello, lovely people. Thank you. It's our birthday. Yeah. That's why I have pretty lights. So the other podcast, um, Ben, is actually kind of relevant, isn't it? Because this is National Science Week yet again. Uh, sort of the reason we exist. Yes. Um, I mean, it's sort, it's sort of the reason that uh, all of you got to meet each other for the first time. Yeah, uh, exactly. via my my previous podcast, my mm. uh, long term hiatus, uh, probably not coming back, non peer reviewed podcast. Yeah, the <laughs> the, the never mostly never, mostly weekly uh, science podcast I used to do. Um, yeah. But here we are. Uh, what kind of cake do we have for this? We do not have cake because it is too hard to ship cake across state lines. Yeah. Not because we don't want cake. Because it's hard to have cake. Yeah. Hello, D20. By the way, hello, lovely people in chat. Hello, Oz Superhero. Hello, Rena. Hello, Zayagami. Hello, Bad Catman. And hello, D20. Oh, no. D20 has entered the chat. <laughs> the trolling <laughs> may begin. <laughs> Um, if we're talking uh, about random sweet things, I do have I do have these from a uh, a, a <gasps> They arrived. Yeah, they arrived. <laughs> uh, I feel like we need a special stream for those. We should do a special stream for Ben tries tries zombie skittles. You, you gave me zombie skittles. I did. Um, I, I love did. skittles. Uh, these do say best before the eighth, the tenth. So maybe we do like a Halloween. Ooh. I mean, they they were they were a Halloween release last year. It's why I had them. Mm -hmm. uh, so for some context, yep. I've people, had them. I've been holding on to their Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben and Joe and Ross all got zombie skittles from me. Um, some people would be familiar with these if they watch Meeples and Dragons. We fondly refer to them as shittles. Oh my there. god, no! Oh, poor skittles. <laughs> Uh, those are those are the very the very same shittles that we tortured uh, Ham the DM with, or rather Ham the DM chose to torture himself with. Sort of a it can be good, it can be very bad, like a, a birdie bots. Um, sure, yeah, let's oh, go okay. with that. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. Special stream. Special stream skittles. Okay. Sub, sub goal. Sub goal, Ben. Sub goal. Something along the lines of like or packs. Pack stream oh, for Ben. <laughs> could do. Maybe like a uh, stream goals. If if people donate, I'll eat them on stream. 
So, so sub goal. Sub What's goal. our sub goal? I have no idea what our sub goal is right now. I should check that. Hang on. Hold, please. Um, I will check that while we are while we are talking. Uh, so, I have asked people to submit questions for us. Mm. Um, questions for for all of us and some for specific people. Uh, unfortunately, due to the fact that. Joe is in a very different time zone to yep. us. Uh, she will not be joining us during this stream, which is unfortunate. But uh, the three of us will continue. There you so, go, Ben. I have uh, started a new goal, uh, oh, which is 10 subs and Ben eats shittles on stream. There oh we boy. go. <laughs> okay. There we go. If you want it to be higher, it can be higher. I can fix that. I don't know how much that is, but... Uh, that seems Ten fine. subs gets us like. Okay, that's fine. Not, not, yeah, like like some. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start at the top. I have not really sorted through these. Yeah. So we're just gonna go from the top and see what happens. So this first question uh, is for all of us, mm. and this is a, a, a big one. Starting us off, if you could change one decision your character made, what would it be? Mm. Now I get to kind of get out of this because I don't have a character. You have characters. You have so have, many characters. I have so many characters. Yeah. If technically, I have the most number of characters. Yeah. Apart from all of you, I have the most number of characters. Like, I am everyone else. Well, let's yeah. everyone else that you meet. I am everyone else. Let's expand it a bit so, for you then, Ben. Right. Rather than say a character decision per se, we could say like, what about just building? a narrative decision? You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. In which case, I need to take a moment to think. Um, I mean, I guess it's not really a character decision so much as like a, a player decision that sucked for me in hindsight. Um, was six months of making my character depressed. That was fun. That was so fun. So very fun. Um, it's hard though, isn't it? it because it's it's a fun probably, line. Well, it probably didn't help that, like, the other two characters just didn't do anything about it, but that's not up to them. That's up to, like, you know, they played their characters and I don't begrudge them that at all, but it does mm. make it uh, make it tricky. Thanks, Oz Superhero. Oh, look, Rena's... Oh, no, we're one away from our follower goal now. Um, <laughs> what was our follower goal? It's not... It's not 100. the... It's okay. 100. <laughs> it's, it's, it's... We have, we had, we have 99 now. Oh, okay. six, six, one more. Six, one more. Um... And, uh, yeah, so what it just then meant was that, like, I... There we go! Yay! Yay! 100 oh, followers. Oh, party! Hang on. Everyone now has to use the best... Em oh, I don't get my own emote anymore because I'm not subbed to the channel anymore. <laughs> Crap. Yeah. If, if you're a Wait, subscriber, as, please as... use the party cube emote. Yes. The party the cube party emote because it's my favourite. It's my favourite thing cube. I've ever made for this channel was the teeny tiny party cube. Yeah, it's so um, cool. <laughs> I'm not a subscriber to the channel right now because uh, my rent went up and I am currently rebudgeting so that I can be, but I, I am temporarily not a subscriber to my own. Channel. Party cube. I don't end my sentences, Crispin. That's that's how this works. Uh, but yes. Oh, Promethean, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're the best. Thank you. Thank you. Party so cube. Party, party cube. <laughs> Matches okay. my lights. Uh, party cube. Um, that is okay. going to be the party cube. So, so you're, so hang on. To 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 circle us back. Depressed I'm going to try and depressed character making a choice to make my character 
reacted Different. correctly in terms of the world, but suckily for the player who then had to play it for six months. Is yeah. My, I mean, that's a tough balance call. between like being authentic to your character and probably the needs of your character and, mm. you know... Like it's also what makes yeah. a we haven't game right like apart well, we haven't really explored as well in the world like the costs of resurrection yeah bringing, like, apart, like apart from the having a diamond in the what is it six seconds after somebody dies to bring them back to life yeah yeah the, the like the bigger costs like which adventurers can afford to do yes yeah Oh, the average person, not so much. Um, but I mean, I mean like that that's... Was, um, that was the devastating thing for Harold is that he has that ability. Um, he has that didn't... spell, and he yeah. uh, didn't have the spell slots left to cast it. Basically, at that moment, because I I pushed you all too hard to get to that point, to get to that fight, yeah. that fight. And I, I think the other thing is that we've we've really never explored why she felt that way because we haven't not not which is again not not begrudging uh, other players or um, Ben or anything like but there's been no real exploration as to why she reacted that way. Needless to say, it is exactly the way I needed her to react in that moment. But it as a player sucked. <laughs> yeah, for a long time it sucked mm-hmm. um, because. But I did have a long chat with Ben about it, and we did get the place of being um, where I was like, look, these are the ways that you can get her to still do things. You can get her to go to things. There are ways and means of doing that. It's just that I need your help to make this possible Mm -hmm. because she's not just going to show up now. Which Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But funnily enough, a lot of depressed people don't just go to big social events like you might find on a campus when you want to tell a story mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, what about you ross oh you know it's hard because i i don't think i regret any harold decisions okay in that it's hard because obviously occasionally i i might okay no, maybe that... not maybe not regret but is there something that you would wish you had done differently yeah. Like in, in having like with the knowledge that you have now about about the world, if you had like, oh, had I known how this action turned out, maybe I would have asked this person a question or or mm. done something differently. Um, yeah, excluding like nice rolls because like not forgotten about... Ethan Aldwin's name. <laughs> oh no, I no. mean I have zero regrets <laughs> about that. Was. That was just amazing, organic... Um, organic storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Just the fact that yeah. Harold's exactly the kind of person who just... Yeah, would forget people's names. Um, and it's not through any malice as well. I mean, that's the thing about Harold. He's not rude. He's just, like, not the kind of person who takes in those details when... Like... Like his I mean, I think some are, people would consider that rude. Well, his friendships are very important to him, but when he met mm. Aldwin, I almost said Ethan. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no, I was when, watching that happen. That was great. <laughs> when he met Aldwin, um, you know, he was some random guy at a party. He had no real reason to pay attention to him at all. And so, um, you know, uh, I think, but obviously once, once 
Aldwin became a much more important character, not in our story, but to from Harold's point of view. Um, you know, I think Harold did make the effort. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, look, obviously Harold's decision to like keep Raffi's resurrection a secret had consequences, but I can't, it's hard for me as a player to say I regret doing that because that resulted in like a complex story, right? Like it, it that decision was meant to have an effect on the narrative and, and, and stuff, you know, like, um, yeah. That makes sense. Like, like letting, obviously, you know, at the time, at the time, like I, the player kind of thought that, um, Rafi had died, right? Because, um, you know, from a metagaming I mean, point of view, um, he had. uh, you know, resurrection, you know, you've got like six seconds or like a minute, I think, basically you have a minute to mm. administer that spell. Um, which, you know, costs a diamond and a third level spell slot. Uh, Revivify, sorry, is, is you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, the player, knew that window had passed and uh, I didn't expect that once I took Rafi that he would be able to be resurrected, you know, because the, the next level of that is a very powerful thing. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I didn't know whether Martha or anyone was going to be capable of that or whether it's it was even eth ethically something that they were going to be willing to do, right? Um, so actually, when I picked up Rafi, I didn't even expect him to be resurrected. I just knew that Harold was, in that moment, unwilling to um, accept that death. So, mm -hmm. yeah, um, it's, it's... If, okay, so I have an answer that ties into that. Yeah. If I was going to change anything, I would have had that scene with you privately. Yes. I mean, I to be fair, we didn't get a response to it. That was sort of where we ended the session anyway, so I don't know that Joe and I... Yeah, but I think... Yeah. I think... Possibly having it being a secret from... Because this is something that happens in some D&D &D tables, and for the most yeah. part, we play scenes in front of each other. Yeah. There are sometimes we don't. Um, but I think if we had played that scene as a secret, I think... It could have been, it, it could have been different uh, in the reveal. And I mean, I I, I cannot in any way fault uh, Kate and Joe's acting to 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 yes. learn something that they had known for months. A long time, yeah. I um, mean, I think actually, if anything, um, from a gameplay perspective, um, the timing of Harold basically having like a, a, his own solitary month right after that. You know, it made sense for him academically, but mm. I think... Yeah, it, it didn't line up very well from a storytelling point of view. Yes, and I think I think were these real-world world events, um, Harold would have made the time, you know, to, to actually visit his friends, but because of the way we record and because we do have these little time skips and because I think I physically couldn't be there <laughs> for, for the, the session that it would have made sense... Um, mm. It was just that Harold was genuinely, like, not there for a month. And that, that sort of, I think, made a situation that would have been different had we actually been, like, real people living daily lives. Because Harold probably would have needed a break from study to, like, do that kind of stuff. Um, 
I mean, what, you missed, what, the book fair? That's like one day. Like, uh, you know, that's it was not like it was something that was a regular occurrence. It was more of a, she dropped in and there was a book fair. We didn't do a whole lot of, like, there weren't a whole lot of days worth of events that happened that you um, weren't at. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's more that when we did return, like a month in game had passed and we basically explained it away that Harold had just been sort of doing study in that time, I think. Um, I think we we also had. I'm just thinking back. We had the the honey. I shrunk the kids arc. Yeah, that was like immediately afterwards. Essentially, yeah, it was like a week after because I'd fully allowed her to go dark. Yeah, that um, was small but, mysteries. Small mysteries because we had small mysteries. We had the moon. I feel like we had something else in between Small Mysteries and the Moon. Was it a Halloween or a... We had Pumpkin Panic, yeah. Um, but I think that was... That was a separate... Yeah. No, sorry, what I'm trying to work out is, like, what did we have? Because I had to get invited to things by people. So well, I got invited small... to something by Nora. Oh, Gore. We got invited to, like, Gore and Michael's... Or Michael came round. That's Because things happened to me that didn't happen to anyone else. Michael came round to my house. That's the bit that's. Mm, I think that happened after of. Small Mysteries. Like Small Mysteries was almost, like yes, but between really the soon moon. after. Oh, before the moon, I more I more meant like what happened between. Yeah, because Michael came and saw me. And the moon, yeah. Before that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is um, a whole episode. I think. Yeah, because there was there was Faye in the machine, which was the like you running into each other on campus. I think before we went to the moon, you guys went on the pub crawl. You had yeah. pub crawl first. Yeah, so there was there were, well before pub crawl there was the we shrunk everybody episode. Yeah, and then you guys had the pub crawl because I wasn't there. I went as Trillis instead. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that was yeah before the the moon thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there were things, not lots yeah. of things, but things. Let's 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 keep moving with our questions. Um. So this is a question sent in by Kiralee. Yeah. Always good to hear from Kiralee. Um. And they ask. If you could study something about TTRPGs or use them in an experiment, what would you study and how would you use them? I mean, I, I can start on this straight away. I, I think that TTRPGs are incredibly powerful therapeutic tools. Um, and I know that they've been used uh, in like, you know, um, like child psychology and stuff. Uh, but I think a lot of people are using the tools and obviously getting like a qualitative um, like anecdotal view of what's going on, I would love to, to to sort of yeah do like a proper study and see how it compares to other treatments and and hopefully it would show that it's quite effective and that it could be a tool used more often. Um, um I am pro the idea of using TTRPGs in the classroom, um, specifically mm. tool for encouraging children to write more interesting stories. Mm. Um, so that idea of being able to go, hey, here's your, like, um, I, I know that on these I bring up the game Quest a lot, but it's got some great tables that are about, like, what kind of person are you? And you roll random characteristics. So you could roll up your characters for the purposes of that, or you could roll up your, like, weird plotline and help and see if there's a way to study like if that actually makes a difference in how children tell stories 
because a mm. lot of kids tell very simple stories, uh, which is fine. Uh, but can you find ways to get them out of the same storyline that they accidentally write a lot by introducing the randomness that you get um, from TTRPGs? Yeah. And the stupidity of just being able to be a character is also great. Yeah. Yeah. Being like the, the freedom to give somebody a character like you are this person or this yeah. idea. It's not because I'm an improviser, though. No, definitely not. That would, would no, that's mm. why would I want people to be a bunch of characters? That would be weird and strange and different. Um, so I think I would like to study or experiment the the benefits of using a TTRPG to explain a difficult uh, social or scientific concept mm. and allow people to like role play through a scenario or something that gives them an idea about some some concept sometimes scientific or like ethical philosophical concepts and whether or not they come out of that having learnt about it in a way that they actually did learn about it not that they felt like they learnt about it which is often the case mm. there's a you know, big difference between did you actually learn something or do you feel like you learnt something yeah um, I think that'd be really interesting. So Kiralee also asks us another question, which is, has playing D&D ever questioned our understanding of probability? Have we ever felt mm. that the dice were aware of the story that we're trying to tell? <laughs> no, but only because I made an entire classroom of small children do a day's worth of chance activities and tested my dice for fairness. So... <laughs> No, uh, but but that's because I I know that locking my dice in a box isn't a bad thing. Uh, this one, on the other hand, uh, God only knows. Mm. Um, I chance is a totally random thing. Whether or not my dice agree with that. Like I, like, I can be a totally logical person, but then sometimes I'm like, well, these dice are rigged, or these dice are cursed. Um, and, I mean, that's the same thing about all all logic science people mm. uh, have. Like, oh, we don't touch that plushie on the machine, otherwise it upsets the machine. That's the machine's plushie. If you mess with that plushie, it'll upset the machine and you won't get good readings out of, out of it. Um, so, I mean, like, we are logical, but also superstitious. Uh, I recently did some some character creation for a different system, um, a system which you can like do point by and you can make decisions, or you can roll on a table. And if you roll on the table, you get bonus XP to help build your character at the end of character creation. And I had <laughs> four players decide to roll every single dice and not make decisions and let the dice decide everything because like oh i get 100 xp if i roll on this table i get 25 xp if i roll on this table i just accept the result and they rolled on every even to the point where it's like okay at this point you can choose which it, it's not quite a class but you can choose what class you are or you can let the game master decide what class you're going to f to be to fulfill a role in the group if you do, you get 25 XP. And everyone was like, well, I was thinking about doing this, 
but I really want that 25x. <laughs> yeah, you incentivized it. Um, also, yeah. hi, NVC. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, their response is the dice know what's going on and you can't change their mind. So... <laughs> It's See, it's funny. I feel like I'm just the the opposite. Like, um, I spent a lot of uh, a lot of time when I was younger, um, like studying, like a lot of like the pseudoscience kind of beliefs and the idea that randomness is, you know, inherently unpredictable and seemingly always like like it always seems like there's a pattern right humans are amazing at recognizing patterns and really bad at basically like um not confirming their own biases and so i feel like for for some like i just very much like have to be persuaded that something isn't random a lot of the time um but also i think um I I'm, I don't get particularly emotionally invested in the outcome of my dice. Like I, I think I for me, the the dice actually prefer, like do they just present an interesting um, scenario for me to react to as a character? And whether it's a fail or a succession, uh, you know, like succeeding, um, that both of those are interesting. Um, I think if I. I think if we weren't making a podcast and we were trying to just be kick-ass like metagaming characters, then I would be a little more upset if the dice were constantly failing me when I built this character to do really cool stuff. But because it is a podcast and the outcomes are interesting either way, um, I definitely find I'm not that affected by the outcomes of my dice rolls. Like either way, it's gonna, gonna I mean, be something cool. So I like I like when dice tell stories as well. Yeah. Like if if I have built a character who is meant to be this um, incredible wizard, and he just keeps failing his saves, um, he's having a crisis of faith in himself, and there's a reason why he he keeps messing all these roles. It's like there's a reason he he can't remember anything. It's because he's distracted with something else. Yeah. Um, so this next question is. By the way, I'm just popping me. a uh, poll in the chat to, to decide what uh, what everyone else thinks okay. uh, nice. regarding that. So this next question is specifically for me. What item has the party forgotten about that I wish they would remember? <laughs> and I don't know if I want to bring attention to the things that they have that they've forgotten about. Because there's so much... Um, I mean, I mean, I think there's things that you think I've forgotten about that I haven't. Um, but like in terms of things you've given me, mm-hmm. that I've been like, well, I'm depressed. I can't do anything with these things right now. <laughs> um, like I think you thought I'd forgotten about Caspex's blessing for a while. Yes, I had not. I had not. <laughs> Very much knew where it was and what it was. Um, but things like that, where I think some of us. Well, sorry, I won't speak for the others. Um, for myself, I have a notebook with all the things that Ben has given me, but not things that I... Um, what did you... Did you there just put shield mode on, Ross? Yeah, I think I clicked that by mistake. Uh... Cool, you just... Yeah, don't do that. Um, yeah, I mean, there are definitely things I've given you which have have interesting relevance and interesting plot th- 
things tied. I don't. I give you some cool. I mean, definitely like Joe with the the coat I gave her early on. Yeah, she, she, she forgot it. that. She, mm, she yeah. forgot it. It was like, oh, here is this cool coat where you can like learn about the the monsters and the things in the world, and then she totally forgot about it. And only recently where we like, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it better so you can use it more often. And yeah. And then we did we have an adventure and she didn't use it. Yes. Where she should have. Yeah, there's been a few where, like, you're like, Joe. Like, I, I think Joe forgot I gave her a book about my home world, like my home city. Mm. <laughs> Not even a magical item, just like, just, just like, like a, a book. <laughs> yeah, it's a book. Uh, so um, two thirds of people reckon the dice are out to get them, just for reference. Uh, and one person, so 33% of the people who voted, I uh, think it's true randomness. So there you go. Okay. Okay. Um. What have I? I've given you so many things throughout the the game. I'm actually not as generous with magic no, items for your group as I have been with previous games, but I think it's because you aren't out like combing through random tomes and 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 dungeons going after magical items. Yeah. Like yeah. there's, it, there's not a lot of places it would make actual narrative sense for us to come across a lot of these objects. Um, the the random ray thing you found on the moon, mm. the one that like that's dangerous. Kate gonna take that. Parents are gonna take that. Um, it's like okay, and we're not gonna look at that. Nope. Okay. I was depressed, Ben. You gave me things, but I wasn't able to use them. But I like. I also have like the this the go the spectral grappling rod. Oh yeah, from that my, ghost. My, the 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 not the not Ghostbusters. The not Ghostbusters. Like I have a bunch of. I'm a bit like pretentious hoarder. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. Well, let's let's go on to this next question. Um, this is for everybody. What do you like most about guest players? I think it brings fun, chaotic energy to the group because we're, we're very like established. I mean, most of our guests happen in Cobalt Capers and that's a whole different level of crazy. Yeah. But when we have like guests come in to do uh, like Debbie um, mm. coming in to do Susie Methuselah. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. And, and I think it's nice to have additional people in the digital room to to assist us um and it also gives us more character on like opportunities to chat yeah like we we've i think we've pretty pretty soundly kind of established the relationships between meredith and potentia and harold and like there's there's still like some new things occasionally will happen between them and we'll get some like nice nice moments um but bringing in a new person uh lets us kind of explore though and like, often it's me as an npc doing something but it's nice when it's an actual player coming in to be their own kooky self yeah i think i like guests because um they upset the balance as well like mm -hmm. i think um 
I mean, I play on multiple different streamed and like content games. And what? Playing with different people, but like playing with different people brings out different sides of the way that I play. Um, because playing potential will lock me into playing a particular way. Playing um, Trillis locks me into something else. Um, playing Rowan or whatever else play, locks me into different parts of it. So having those other players come in and kind of rock the boat a bit, I guess, is nice. Because you just go, oh, okay, that's that's it's it sort of goes, okay, so I so potential kind of has to reset herself against these people now. Or oh, we're doing something completely different. Um, like creating Trillis in context of Susie Methuselah and everyone else was great because like playing Rowan literally Promethean does lock me into things. Like I, I got locked, I basically spent the entire last session not with the party, but not far from the party necessarily, um, but not able to do anything. <laughs> so occasionally I just get checked on in my black. Good, I'm just just sitting on a couch. <laughs> so you know it happens. Um, but yeah, I think I think that sort of shaking up of the way that we play is nice. Um, good fun times. Mm, definitely. Uh, Ross, do you have you, any? Ross? Yeah, do you have any thoughts about bringing in guest players? Yeah, I mean, I, I probably my favorite thing is when we have a guest because, um, I mean, the thing is, is that obviously, I think I, I I'm not going to repeat all the things you've said about the, the in-game benefits. I mean, it's it's just tremendous fun to play with different people. But I think for me, the most the the coolest thing is actually what happens before and after the game, where we just get to chat to someone and find out about them and what they like and. Um, yeah, just meeting people is really fun. Um, especially, you know, um, I think a lot of the time it can be quite exhausting being in, like, liking nerdy things, right? Like, liking Star Wars, for instance, is exhausting because, like, so much of discourse around Star Wars is, like, super toxic and, like, the TTRPG space can be quite similar, you know, um, because the... the the crappiest voices are the loudest, right? And and often, like, they're just constantly, like, barraging you with your opinion and actually remembering that most people in the space are, all, like, just awesome people and really cool people. It's so refreshing. Like, every time we get a guest, you just meet someone, like, cool and interesting, and I love that. Hmm. Can't wait for PAX and introduce Ben to all the excellent people that he hasn't met already. It's going to yes. be great. Yes. Um, okay, so this is uh, going to be a challenge for, for Kate mm. and Ross. Take one letter from a spell that you have Ooh, to make it okay. different. Now, I have to bring up my character oh, sheet here. So I'm no, I have a great one for that. Hang on, let me just check that this what, spell what, that do that. What would make it... I, and try and come up with something that would benefit your character. Oh, that would... Ah, oh, see, benefit I wasn't going to go with, but, like, I can, I can do something gross. I mean, <laughs> if you can come up with a way that it would benefit your character. Mm. See, I was going to turn sleep into seep and just oh. make it something truly violently disgusting, but I won't do that for you if you prefer. I'm going to um, redeem hydrate on all of us and make us all drink some Okay, water. fine. Is it hydration if it's coffee? Um, yes, my cat's right. I think they've done the actual biochemical studies. Despite oh, yeah, the caffeine, it's, yeah. it's very much a net positive. It's still. For your um, uh, oh, D &D so, so hang on. Just, just to clarify, it's, it's taking it, taking one letter away, not replacing one letter. Correct. Um, it says take one letter from a spell to make it something different. Yeah. Okay. Take a letter um, away. Hmm. 
see, I'm gonna have to go. Can I go with Firebot instead of Firebolt? Oh, yeah. And it's a little tiny flame emitting robot that just cut like gets created, who like zips around. Mm-hmm. I like, like that. The battlefield just like, being like, up. like an unseen servant, but fire. Yeah, <laughs> fire. <laughs> I'll take Firebot. Yeah, absolutely. That, there you go. Mm-hmm. That took me. I was look. I saw that. I was like, maybe that. And then it was like, I don't have anything else that's not a really complicated name. Um, How about you, I Ross? Think... Yeah, I'm just looking through my spells and seeing if I have anything that would be quite interesting. Um... Or, or Hatter. I'll take Hatter instead of Shatter, and it's just like suddenly a bunch hats. of like Mad Hatter hats go over everyone, like down to here. Oh, uh, Ross, so it looks like Caitlin, uh, my video has stopped working. Yeah, that seems to be, that's the downside. Apparently, if I navigate away from OBS, it just seems to um, turn off the video for some reason, which is very strange. Um, Hmm. Yeah, there's water in it. Um, Yeah, uh, I'll take Hatter, Seep, (laughs) and Firebot. (laughs) If I can cheat a little and take two letters away, I think... well, I'm going to cheat. Uh, so instead of Flame Blade... Roll, roll for a sleight of hand. Um, flame Blade. You could have Flame Bay if you took away the L and the D from Blade. That would um, be pretty fun. But fa- you could have Fame Blade. Ooh, you could have Fame Blade. But like Harold's not... He, he's, he's not a bard. Like I reckon Flame Bay would be... Would be uh, yeah. Flame Age Bay Armor. Because who needs additional AC when you can hide behind the elderly? There it is. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, actually, that's just Potentia's spell list. Let me go have a quick look at Trillis's stupid, all the other stupid characters I played on this podcast. Um, who else have I played over here? I've got Trip. I've got. Uh, Trillis. Where is. Where's Ritza, my Halloween one, and Rob? Oh, wait, I do have characters with, with spells. I can yeah. do this too. We can all do it. Uh... I'm like, wait a minute. I played in it. I played a character. I played Jay. <laughs> You've played characters? Yeah. Um, no, that's not going to be helpful. Uh, spells. Like, all right. Jay. Jay, my divine soul sorcerer. You have spells. Um, Dang it! Oh, I could I I could cast old earth. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Sort of of mold (laughs) earth. Um, Or what about pair the dying? It's suitably disgusting if you think about it for too long. Mm. (laughs) I could cast feather feather all. Yeah, spare the ding. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm standing by Firebot. I'll keep that, um, I think, as the only real uh, one I've got here. Um, actually, um. I've got... Where is... About protection from evil and God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Break detection from evil and god, 100%. Um, or maybe um, beat bond instead of beast bond. You know, you're just like bonded by your level, love of sick beats. Hmm. <laughs> um. 
I apparently take a lot of the same spells with a lot of my characters. Who'd have thunk it? Um, who's, I'm just like pulling up characters from other like one shots I've done with other channels now because most of my characters have the same things, but some of these ones don't. I think you could do an alternate version of Firebolt into Bolt. You like hit somebody with your ire. Yep. All right. I think I think we're we're draining the energy out of this question. Chat, have you got anything that you want to add? Cause ear instead of cause fear. Cone of old. Mm. Cur wounds. Summon pirates. <laughs> um, thorn hip. Produce lame. <laughs> Men making mending hardcore. Just making it ending. Ooh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I, I'll also take enemies abound and turning it into enemies bound. So they mm. are like on a. Mm -hmm. They've got big strides bounding away from me. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel like that's that's a solid. Solid. Yeah. Or, or yeah. if it ask your wounds would be an interesting version of that. Anything with mass at the front just becomes mm. ass. Yeah. Or if All I right. could take banishment and just make it banish men. Technically, I need to add a space. Mm. But could be a very feminist <laughs> new spell. Um, okay, so this next question is just for me. Just for you. Uh, what is a story arc idea that I realized just wouldn't work? Um, so I'm, I'm thinking this is story arc ideas that I've had that I haven't released because mm -hmm. um, I think uh, to varying levels all the story arcs that we've run have worked but a story arc that I thought about but we ha hasn't worked um, there's okay I, ha I have this idea kind of early on and maybe at some point I'll revisit it. Um, premised around uh, the... It, it, it's... From the story perspective, it's actually quite simple. It's uh, some event happens, all the players experience it, and then they get interviewed by the guards and they retell what their experience of that event is. Mm -hmm. The framing narrative is I would edit that story so that we see the story from three different characters' perspectives and we get different elements about what happened in that story to piece together what truly happened in that story. But yeah. I think in order for it to actually work, I would have to run it three separate occasions yeah one for each player so that each player could go through it and experience it but also have the other characters involved so it just it just from a technical point of view i just don't think it would work i think the way that i would if you were trying to run something like that you'd want to you'd pre-record whatever the events were that we witnessed and not actually have us be involved directly 
but rather observing the behaviors of someone or something or you know mm-hmm. we are the ones who are held hostage in the bank type mm. deal and you'd play the video like play us the footage of someone else playing like i don't know how you'd rearrange it but work out what each player would see yeah yeah like it's it's like to play it out first i think yeah the, the more i thought about it the more i'm like that's a really interesting framing idea for stories i just don't know if i could pull it off as a dm mm. yeah that's fair uh so at some point i can't i kind of dropped that idea uh, i'd like to revisit it i'm just i'm not sure like i think it would have to be like three characters have separate parts of a story mm. and it's the one toad like there is a couple npcs that have a like a narrative that they are follow that they are doing and the characters yeah. individually interact with those npcs at, at points in that story and the detective is trying to work out what those npcs were doing what that so maybe maybe then about. in that case it's it's that you play it out with some other people so that you know exactly what happens and then you play out not necessarily individually but, but with us in one game all those bits mm. but just never let us all come back together and have a conversation yeah um, like imagine what it would be like if it was at Harold's dad's party for example and we'd never ended up all three of us back together mm-hmm yeah, like perception check rolls could reveal some interesting, like, mistakes and, uh, like, yeah, like, you know, witnessing, right? Like, there could be yeah. ways of sort of doing it, I guess. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna jump around now, because I've been asking lots of questions from the same person. Um, so I'm going to ask a question, a question from Promethean. Yay! Speak of the devil, he's in the chat. Yeah. Uh, so Promethean asked... What scientific snippet that you weren't already aware of most blew your mind? I'm guessing something that came up during the show. Mm. Not just general life. That's hard, because I feel like most of the stuff that has happened in the show is like stuff that's like common science communicator, like bread and butter type things. I, okay, maybe not scientific but I think the thing that blew your minds the most was when you were, when you found out what an elk sounds like. Oh yeah, okay, that's true. I did not know how an elk. Well, I had a rough idea in my head uh, it, that it, it was, was weird. Like, yeah. And then once I did Google that, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> mm. um, I think. See, unfortunately, I think I've I recently played in a game with another group of science communicators that involved tardigrades. Mm-hmm. And I think, unfortunately, my, like, oh, my God, science moments happened because we were talking about tardigrades. <laughs> and tardigrades are dope. Mm-hmm. And we'd forgotten all of the cool things. And then we kind of went down a rabbit hole of tardigrade things. Um, for those who don't know, they're the little water bears, except Sam had made them big and scary. <laughs> oh, boy. So... Yeah. The thing about, water, about tardigrades is they're very resistant to lots of things. But they're also very small, so you could like smush them. But if they're very big, suddenly you can't just smush them. He made them yeah. people-sized tardigrades. They were big <laughs> and on the moon. Mm. And yeah. Actually, trying to do the maths of like how far we would be able to move around on the moon and stuff like that, I think oh. was fun. Oh yeah. If Some you, of that moon science that we were. If you want to um, know the thing 
that like the, the the diversion that occupied the most session time that got cut out of the episode. Moon physics. Can't has believe to you cut it out. Cake. You have to. We have to. Like, do you still have that audio? Because oh, I feel yeah, like we just need to cut it back yeah. in. We need to do a do a best of like. We talked about like best of science crowd we could see on the horizon line. Yeah. Like for such a long time because and I like sat and did the maths. It was like, oh well, <laughs> we don't have atmospheric distortion, but also the yeah. horizon's a lot closer because it's smaller. Yeah. And and so the question was like, oh, is, is it o- over the horizon became a problem because like of how small the moon is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just lots of oh, there were lots of moon physics things that we were like, okay, hmm. so. How far could we travel? Like, you know, like so many things came up and it... it Doing the science of moon crab sound making so we could understand because no atmosphere. Yeah. Like, mm. um, I'm just going to flag, general folk, I have to head off in about 20 minutes. So Ben, yeah. right. if there Let are any more see. questions that specifically involve me, like you guys can feel free to stream, keep streaming without me. What we might do is when I have to head off, run like a minute of ads and then I'll blip out and well, we Ross can, can okay we could back up you guys, and you guys you, okay so yeah, I, I, have, I feel like i feel like you're on a, you're on a roll it'd keep, be a, keep going without me you're okay. um, a good like one and a half hour stream at that point so i have yeah, i have a, I feel like a question for What's joe this? and kate but i think kate sure. can, uh, can answer this one um as you were relatively new to dnd when it began in 2020 <laughs> what other experiences have you had with the game outside d and doctorates i think there are some good examples of that kate there are lots of examples for that question. Um, so I, before we started playing D and Doctorates, um, a friend, a beautiful friend of mine, whose name is Joel, did ran uh, how to DM was basically mm. what the principle was. But the idea was to get a whole bunch more people during COVID lockdown comfortable with the idea of DMing because they like uh, there were people that he knew who were good players or good improvisers or whatever, but who'd never. DM'd before and so we're like I can't do that and he's like it's not that hard this is how it works so I got a like I played a game with him and with a couple of other people in with the sort of a peek behind the curtain of how he approaches GMing mm-hmm. um I also played in a campaign um that, that dissolved because there was a jerk in the group who made a couple of us not want to play with him anymore and so we never kept going, which had nothing to do with the other players, just to do with that one jerk guy. That's <laughs> um, a that guy story. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a you put this way. Lines or veils were put in place by players. Lines mm-hmm. or veils for those players were breached multiple times. Mm. Those players went, nah, mate. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus, Hogan. Thank you. Hope you just subscribed six months in advance. Wow. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we really need to start putting on some more streams. Yes, we do. We will do that. That's fine. That As, as a thanks to Hogan, we will stream more. Um, and then since the Indoctrates has started, because that's all pre-Deinductrates, since the Indoctrates, I have played in two Jasper's Game Weeks in multiple games. Uh, I have done some one-shots with Corsair's Cove, Science and sorcery. Uh, I've forgotten someone. Oh no, raging rolls. Um, I'm sure there's other people who have beautifully had me on their streams, and I can't remember. Um, I have. I play on Meeples and Dragons uh, every two weeks. Uh, it's next one's on Saturday at five p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, so seven p.m. 
sorry, uh, 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, so 5 p.m. Australian Western Standard Time. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I'm actually back in the group now, so it's great. Um, and then I, uh, I feel like I've forgotten something. There's like, oh, I've been playing other TTRPGs with other people, so I've played some Teens in Space um, and other things. There's, there's been a lot. <laughs> it went from zero to a thousand uh, for me. But uh, that's what happens when you meet a whole bunch of excellent humans who are excellent. So, apparently yes. that's a thing on the internet, is there's good people who like doing fun things. Um, so, yeah. I am not bringing Lister into the world of Dean Doctorates. Uh, that is not happening. Um, she's the one from the failed campaign. Um, I think I need to leave her there because I don't want to bring her in with the skadooshbag energy from that guy. So mm. Yeah, that's um, fair. I but, think. Sometimes you just have to let uh, things go, right? I'll create... I, I have other characters who are like her. Um, who uh, like I play bards a lot. Um, I'm a human barbarian, so it's fine. Mm. Part bard, part rage. Um, so you know, it's it's fine. Um, I will have other. I would rather leave her where she was and then just build someone new, do something different. So yeah. okay. that's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Joe, I can't answer for, but I'm sure we'll get. We'll see if Ben and Joe can organise a stream time to do some Joe questions or something yeah. at some point. Uh, the difficulty is Joe is eight hours behind me, so it is uh, 11. almost 11am for her on a weekday, so she's at work. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's kind of like we when we record, it's like... Our, like, 5 p.m. for me, which is 7 p.m. for the boys, which is... Uh, 9 a.m. for Joe, or yeah, at the no, moment 10 a.m. for Joe. For like it's yeah, yeah, and so we basically only get like weekends. Um, although occasionally I I've like snuck in a recording, like create. I've got I. It's yeah. It is easier for Ben to sneak a recording in with Joe for like an hour because 5 p.m. for Ben is a more reasonable hour for Joe to jump online. But mm-hmm. uh, as soon as you put me in the mix, I, I am the, the horrible person who ruins everything. It's just kind of, um, it's, it's just kind of too, too far one way, too far the other. Like it's yeah. mapping it was painful. Um, Look, and like to... we all have lives as well, so we can't be always. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not running off to a rehearsal that I will definitely already be late for. It's fine. Um, but that's why I have to go. I'm not just skipping out. That's why I'm saying the guys should just keep going and do some more questions because so, I okay. think it's good. Uh, to, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question from somebody else who hasn't asked a question yet. Um, this is uh, Congratulations on three years of Dungeons and Doctorates. What has been your favorite moments and unexpected outcome from starting this podcast? TV tropes. TV tropes is my answer to the question. Uh, for those who don't know, we have a TV tropes page now. Yeah, whoever did that, thank we, you so much. We don't know why we didn't do it. It, it, it exists though. Um, yeah, that was buck wild. That was buck wild to me. That that that's that's a thing that exists on the internet in a place where people go. So yeah. Do you know honestly? And for also, me- I think. Oh no! Yeah. You, you carry on. I was gonna say. Also, I think um, it's having people that I know and respect and have a lot of time for wearing our merch um, on I... other streams and things like that. So, oh my gosh, I know your real name, and I'm not gonna say it on stream, but thank you. Also, there's some excellent people who just got some some gifted stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh, congrats! Wait a, wait a minute. Hang on. Do I have hey, to? Hey Ben! Eat? Hey Ben! You get to eat shittles. <laughs> 
<laughs> I asked you if you wanted me to make it more than ten. <laughs> how many do I have to eat? Um, All of them. Um, how about this? How about this? Pour them into like a container and just yeah. lucky dip like three of them. Yeah. Just lucky dip three of them. Right, I'll be back. I'll get a container. Um, just for just so thank you, Zagami, for giving those to T R O Y and Z. Uh, that's Troy. They're a beautiful, wonderful human who keeps gifting my face. So if you see terrible <laughs> gifts of me, that's that guy. Uh, to Sam Size, Sam is a beautiful streamer who had me on the. He's from the Science and Sorcery podcast. Um, the Bad Cat Man is a wonderful egg. I, I I will not say too many nice things about them because I know that they'll just be like turning into a a ball of mush. Um, that's how we roll. Is a wonderful channel that thanks Ben. Wow, uh, wonderful channel that I am doing Shakespeare with. They're beautiful too, uh, and I don't think I know Sika you, but uh, I'm sure they're lovely. And thanks for being here as well. Um, I, know, awesome. I know, I know Sika. Sika uh, cool. is actually one of my old players from when I first started playing hey. D and D. Amazing. Oh, perfect. So excellent beans all around. And in fact, good. Uh, there isn't a there is a, a prominent NPC in the world that Seeker is responsible for. Amazing. Oh, excellent. Well, thank you um, for being ooh, here, and thank you for we had to, the subs. We had to I think I have to use name. my favorite emote that is not ours, uh, just in response to that is how I feel about the fact that those subs now exist. Yeah. All right, so I'm going <laughs> to... So uh, if you random pick yeah. three... Oh, boy, I better reset the goal. Hang on. <laughs> okay, so I've picked out three. Yeah, yeah. describe got, them to us. I have two... Two purples and a yellow. All right. I reckon re-roll the, the, one of the purples. Let's get some, well, like, like I mean, right they, here. These, these could be different purples. Oh, really? Are there shades? Oh, pick tones? another purple. Pick another purple. Pick something else. All right, I'll go with red. There you right. go. What colors purple, did we get? A yellow, a red, and a purple. Okay. I'm going to go yellow first. I okay. My, so my, my brain says this should be lemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Ben, is it lemon? <laughs> um, I think it, <laughs> it was. I, I, think it actually, I think it actually might be. But it's been impacted by something else, say? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure what that is. It's like lemon. It's like lemon. Okay. It's, like lemon. it's lemon adjacent. Look, it's not... wait, Ben, how about, how about, why don't you just try one of each? Because then that That's way, like, that. you know that yeah. you've got the full complement of them. Okay. Uh, that feels fair. So one right. yellow one. Okay, one yellow one. So What's I'll go with... Next color? I'll go green. Go green. green. Okay. <laughs> that, that isn't bad. It's... Okay. It's not a shittle. Good. I think Good. it's apple. I feel. I mean, that's a that's a normal Skittle flavor. Go red mm. next. Fit red. Fit red feels good. Okay. Why do I feel like because you you have chosen this one, it's gonna be the bad one. All right. Here we go. Red. Why would I do that to you, Ben? That does taste. What, what, I don't know. Cherry, maybe. Blind, I think, is technically the flavor of purple, or grape. Okay. Okay. Or not. Well, I'm feeling like I, I've either have a terrible sense of taste so this is going very well i say that as i pick up the next one which is orange okay <laughs> that does not look like a happy face <laughs> what is that that is oh, not si <laughs> that is not orange 
So, Ben, would you like to know what the orange ones are flavoured like in a bag of shittles? <laughs> okay. Tell me. Rotten egg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, which tend to seem to blend a little bit into the lemon ones. Yep. Uh, uh, pro tip, Ben, don't... Mm. Oh, no. No, that's my choice now. I don't know. I would not recommend washing your mouth out with water. Wow. Um, I would recommend something fizzier or okay. likely to strip it out of your okay. face. Okay. Orange is the colour of betrayal, okay. <laughs> in yeah. the words of Promethean. Yeah, okay. so Hogan, uh, uh, 698, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did say, well, Kate specifically I did. did say shittles. They're zombie skittles. <laughs> they are the rotten zombie skittles. They are from Halloween. Mm. Uh, if anyone watches Meeples and Dragons, you would know that we did a version of this over there. <laughs> um, but I sent some of my leftover packets to my lovely, lovely DM doctor and mm. colleagues. Because mm. I, I am a terrible human being. <laughs> purple. Here we go. The thing that uh, we discovered about them was that they all get mildly impacted by the taste of the orange one. Mm. So they are normal ones, but that have been too close to the sun. <laughs> I think that's just normal. I think it's just grape. Okay. Yeah. Ten more and I'll do another color color uh, Yeah, okay, great. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Hogan can recommend they are a great, like, fun thing, but do be aware that the orange ones are the flavour of betrayal. Actually, do you know what? I'm feeling very... Um, Generous? Very cocky. Uh, okay. Five subs. Like, get me to 15. Five subs. Get, me to, get us to 15. Get us to 15. Yeah, I have, I'm up to the goal to 25, just because then I don't have to change it if I'm not okay. here. But but mm-hmm. if you if you can give him five more, he will eat the rest. Is that because there's no, no, more orange no, no. ones, Ben? no. I will do another color, color. Okay, color things. Another color sweep. Another color sweep. Oh, you've got, got the um. Got enough. Bean booze. Bean boozled feels like the next version of this. The next time we <laughs> want to do one of these, we'll get some bean boozled beans and 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 do oh, it that my. way. Hundred percent. Um, one of the people I mod for was doing that the other day. Alrighty, Ben. Uh, while you recover from the rotten egg skittle. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was your favorite moment and most unexpected outcome? starting the podcast so favorite moments um favorite moment would be oh it's hard that is hard you know you know what you go ross i was gonna say it it seems silly but actually for me it's just the fact that we're still doing this you know like you get you get excited about projects and you know for the first six months it's like the coolest thing ever right and then you know you're like oh maybe this week we don't need to do it you know just this week's we don't and then that becomes uh we'll just have a few weeks off a month and like we do schedule time off but we're very we're that's that's like that's not on a whim like we schedule that far in advance and like the mm. fact that we're still doing this three years later when, you know, you know, when we first started talking about it, I was like, that sounds cool. You know, we'll do some science communication. Maybe we'll, you know, maybe this will be like a year or so. And like, I, I mean, you know, the, the fact that we we quickly went from, oh, maybe we release a, a, an episode every month or every two weeks. Like very quickly, we were like, oh, no, this is we need to do this weekly. Like, this is awesome. Because peop- um, people need content and we need yeah. to be like not um, too far ahead as well and with, yeah. with very few exceptions we've we've stuck to a month uh, a weekly release schedule um and that's awesome like just just to to have a project like this have this amount of longevity longevity um, mm. yeah really box the trend i mean so many podcasts get to like episode 11 or 12 on average and that's it we're at episode yeah like, 
173 tracks yeah. so far. Like it's like a hundred. It's just over a hundred for 100, mainline episodes. 119. Something like that. Yeah. Main series, like main storyline. Yeah. Like 27 um, specials. Yeah. yeah, I can't. And they, but then the Cobalt, Cat, like then there's like the the uh, the common, common rooms room. and stuff are in there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for me. It's been the moments, like, they're not podcast direct moments. They're like when someone goes, oh, I listened to that. I'm like, mm. you listen to this weird thing that I make, like, in this, you know, mm. in my house. <laughs> and, like, you're... So I, I had a friend of mine be like, I'm driving to Bustleton. I'm going to listen to your podcast. And I'm like, you're going to what now? Okay. <laughs> like, cool, but why? Um, <laughs> you could listen to anything. Why are you listening to this idiot? Um, I think that's kind of been the cool thing. It's like, I, you kind of don't expect people to listen i guess like Mm. there's a lot of content in the world i don't know that i necessarily expected people to listen to the content that i make necessarily or i'm part of making um yeah that i think is the sort of the cool thing like and it's also led to like other opportunities like i wouldn't have gotten to do um shakespeare with that's how we roll if i'd not met all the people that i've met through doing this podcast and things like that so um yeah Let's say that. That'll yeah. do. Um, I think, I mean, mine's kind of the same, like the being able to, to still be doing it three years on, uh, being able to tell interesting stories, um, like getting to meet people as well, like going to PAX last year and meeting people and they're like, oh yeah, I know the doctorate. It's like, what? How? Who told you? Probably me. <laughs> yeah, probably you. It's probably me. Um, but yeah, just lots of like people. Like I uh, had a job interview and um, had listed one of the cast members uh, as a reference, like a, a um, personal reference. And when this person called them, they were like, wait a minute, you're Meredith. (laughs) When you say one of the cast members? It was Joe. You you mean Joe. (laughs) It was Joe, yeah. But like, they called called Joe and like, recognized Meredith's voice. Yeah. Having never met, like, yeah. So that was, it's interesting. Um, All right, I think we get one more question out of you, Kate, before you leave. Yeah before i leave and then but like please do like keep going without me guys it's i think it's it's good the chat certainly wants to uh has questions and is just happy to hang around with you i think so i'll i'll just okay i'll just blip out of existence um Um, and i feel like there's an an emote that someone's going to use if i'm not careful if i don't get in there first Um, okay i'll blip out of existence and you guys um the lasers and feelings based episode was one of the more unique story arcs As such, what other tabletop games have you played, and what would you recommend? Ben, you've gone incorrigibly fuzzy. Uh, Yeah, there we go. There you are. Yeah. uh, What other tabletop games have we played, and what would you recommend about them? I love Teens in Space. I think Teens in Space and the all the sort of kids on bikes games are really accessible. They're really easy. and they also have a really great um, relationship building mechanic in the character building phases. So I think it's a really great one, especially if you're playing with people you don't know 
or if you're playing like one shots and things like that, I think it works really, really well um, to set up who your characters are to each other rather than necessarily having to go through a full, excuse me, a full session zero. You can go, oh, well, I have to answer a question about a secret about you and this random table is going to tell me what the question is, but you can kind of figure out things about the relationships that everyone has, which means everyone's invested from day one. That you yeah. all have relationships. You're all already going somewhere together and you're on the road already mm-hmm. rather than just chucking them all in tavern and trying to make everyone meet up or whatever. I think that like that's, that's something I really like about that particular series of games. So Kids on Bikes, kid, uh, Teens in Space, Kids on Brooms are the three that they all use the same mechanics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross? I, um, I've done Cortex Prime a few times, uh, and that's fun because you get to sort of make your own TTRPG in some ways. Like, Cortex Prime isn't so much a system as, like, a system to create a system, and it's nice because you can you can make it complex or you can make it simple, uh, and it, it, it can really depend on the world itself. Like, I ran, like, a, um, I, like, ran one for my family, and it was, like, um, you know, like a sort of wizard world kind of thing, you know, that I, and it was easy to make. And I think that's really cool. Like you get to sort of make systems that everyone is interested in. And that's really cool and versatile. But um, yeah, it doesn't get a lot of love really, but um, I think it's a really cool system. Mm. Um, I mean, I've, Lasers and Feelings is a great simplistic gaming system. I'm, I'm really currently drawn to simplistic gaming systems. Um, mm. I have played and and run uh, Monster of the Week, which is a really fun system that had. Like, I, I really in, I, I really like the mixed success, like or, or like uh, success, but something, but something bad happens. Yeah. Mm. Um, success, but yeah, yeah. The Genesis uh, is good for that too. Yeah, like it's good for like a yeah. failing forward. Like it keeps mm. the story moving. But it introduces new problematic elements. That's that's fun. Um, what else have I played? I played a lot of things. Uh, I think it really like. I think a lot of games yeah. like this depend on what you want out of your game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I am all about the relationships and the conversations and the chat and the like. The no, I'm not necessarily a huge combat person. Love combat. Happy to play combat but I feel like combat's more interesting when you have relationships. So I'll, I'm drawn to games that have those kind of mechanics in them. Um, I know other friends of mine who are like, I just want to hit a thing with a sword. And I'm like, great, there are TTRPGs for you for that. Like, yeah. please go play those. Yeah. You and I probably not going to play together, not because I don't love you as a human, but our styles are very different. Um, yeah, and I like think I, that's... I've, I've played Cyberpunk, mm. which... Um, has a lot of really cool lore behind it, but it's also a very uh, like mechanically crunchy system. Yeah. Um, where like, oh, I shoot the person and the bullet hits the wall, and then the damage is reduced by how thick the wall is. Then it hits the person and it's reduced by how thick their armor is. Then it does damage to the person because that's what bullets do. Yeah. And yeah. like, but it has like all the rules for like, okay, it does this. Um, there. There are some times where I'm like, that sounds really interesting, but I also so I can't, I'm moving towards more rule light systems, and that appeals to me less and less these days. Um, I really want to play Lancer at some point though, which is like a very like mech combat 
like mech warrior have to manage all your heat and things and your, your mech as you play which is very um i feel bad ham's just arrived and i'm about to go i'm about uh, to pull a rowan and blip out of existence <laughs> yeah i mean oh no th- um Oh dear. I might, um, I do actually have to run. So I might pause you guys for one second. Um, we might go to a be right back screen if Ross has got one there. Mm. Um, just while we run a one minute ad break uh, so that I can blip out of existence and Ross can sort it out so it's just the boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that there's not just some weird bullet of my face. Um, there are I... more questions. We'll be back. More yes, questions. you will be back. Um, I will also just quickly shout out this thing that I am doing. Um, so in Melbourne for thank you Ross not quite yet I'm not ready um, in Melbourne for um, uh, Melbourne Fe- uh, Fringe Festival uh, so I will be over there the week before PAX so from the 2nd to the 8th is my show run 9 till 10pm every night at the Motley Bauhaus um, it's my show that I did at Fringe here and people should come because I'm very stressed that it's not going to sell and ah! Uh, but you actually get to see me sing and do my thing in person instead of just hearing my weird voice in your ear holes um, or watching me pull this face a whole lot on the internet. Um, so <laughs> uh, please do that. But yes, I'm going to run one minute's worth of ads. Um, I'm going to run away, but please come back. Uh, the boys are going to talk shop and I'm sure there'll be more like... N- nerdy technical questions than than I can ever answer uh, right after this. <laughs>